You're listening to the 10 Minute Think Through, a to the point conversation about the Bible, theology, and current events. So whether you live in Tennessee or in um, Puerto Rico, uh, the natural disasters that have been happening lately are unmissable, whether you're affected by them or seeing them on the news. Um, It seemed like it's been a very severe season, especially for hurricanes and tropical storms in our hemisphere. And uh, we had an earthquake in, in Mexico City just a few days ago that was devastating. Uh, Puerto Rico has been just like destroyed this week by the latest hurricane, Maria. And of course, Florida and, and Texas and Louisiana and other states have experienced just horrible, horrible natural disasters in the last few weeks. What we wanted to co- talk about today was simply the question, the very complex question, does God cause natural disasters? Ran across the thought the week before Irma. So this was after Harvey, before Irma, and we were praying together as a church. Uh, and we all know this, but it's a cool thing just to consider. When Jesus calmed a storm in the scriptures, he is perfectly capable of doing the very same thing today with any size storm. It is not as if a storm is no is a too large a match to compare to the story of what Jesus did with those disciples on the lake right i mean he he is in control of the weather and um we know otherwise we would not pray right we would not choose to pray to a god who uh, we thought just couldn't do it i mean we 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 i think we all believe deep down that god is actually fully in control of the weather don't we I think so. I think that in affirming even some of the attributes of God, um, if he is all-powerful, I think that weather would fall into that category. Yeah, I mean, and you're, so the only other God you're left with is one who is sort of doing, dueling it out in the, in the heavenlies, you know, with the forces of nature that uh, he is no match for. So if we arrive at the conclusion that God is ultimately allowing or causing these natural disasters, that's a real deep issue. It's something to consider. Uh, Why is that? Where are we in the timeline of redemption? Uh, What are the effects? I mean, so why, why are there, why is there brokenness in the world? It's more than just a pat answer to say it's because of sin. The effects of sin, uh, not just one man's sin from today's perspective and and then judgment brought on that person or some group of people but from a historical perspective adam and eve fell in the garden and the fracture that took place in the earth was such that uh, we would see damaging effects of natural disasters it's that far reaching i've been reading a book which has basically been an examination and a study of the book of job and that's a lot of the questions that we're asking now Uh, you find asked in the book of Job as well. And kind of to the point that you are making, Ben, like it's interesting that we have this glimpse in in Job's story because we get to see sort of what is happening behind the scenes as he is going through um, natural disasters himself, the death of his family, um, through like earthquakes and through um, just like disease that befalls him. And so you get to, in this book, you get to see what is the Lord saying, like what's happening in heaven while all this is going on and why is this happening? And the interesting thing is in the book of Job, you know, you get this long story and you get to know that God is not punishing Job, but you don't get an explanation for why. At the end of the the book, you know, it doesn't neatly like tie a bow and say, and this is the reason that all of this happened to poor Job. 
Um, you don't have that. And so I do think that the issue that we have when we're frustrated by, you know, if God's all powerful, is he all good? When we are frustrated by questions like that, I think it really comes down to the fact that we're not trusting God. Um, like that's a, that is a, we are demanding a why, but I don't know that we have a why. You know what I'm saying? That's true. And I also think that we, you know, there's such a, an idealized picture of what our lives should look like and that we we think if something like a disaster happens to us we we wonder well how could God allow this I don't deserve this that's a real underestimate underestimate of like my own amount of sin because truth be told if God's going to deal with me in a just way I deserve a natural disaster every moment of my life and so I think that sometimes if you are in the position that we're in, let's say you live in a part of the country that's not necessarily affected by natural disasters, and, you're, and they're maybe never going to be, well, then I think that's an opportunity for you to not only be able to, you know, to understand and to empathize with other brothers and sisters in Christ who are going through something difficult, but to also praise the Lord that if you have a day that is, is, is beautiful or a day that's sunny or a day without disaster, that's a gift and one that you don't earn or deserve. Yeah, and the only answer that God gives Job is, where were you when I made all this, right? It, it, there is so much um, so much that we're, we're not going to understand and uh, that we ought to stand back and, and be grateful for the blessing of uh, in any good day. I think that, um, man, to move on and kind of turn a page from any of what we've seen on the news is almost to minimize it, and you don't want to say, well, Look at what good has come from this, and because there is so much harm and so much damage, you watch people um, come together and you watch uh, the response of people just pulling their boats out of their garages, and and uh, there is something even in the darkest moment of, of suffering where we see people loving one another well and people uh, being willing to serve one another. So even in the brokenness, we see uh, really this desire to to love one another well, and and it's. Um, really cool in some ways now we're removed by many many miles even here uh, just to watch how uh, the lord brings people around one another in times to to bring about healing yeah and i i kind of think because lately we've been in tennessee uh, we've been removed from these natural disasters unless you have loved ones who've been affected by them it's been more something you watch on the news and so um, what comes to my mind is, um, you know, Romans twelve fifteen, weep with those who weep. And God calling us to um, find, have empathy for the people who are suffering and to do something um, like an action to come out of that empathy. Um, so I think about, you know, going back to Job, his, so he had these, these friends who were um, sort of attempting to comfort him, but, they, you know, they were providing these very, like, moralistic answers that were more hurtful than they were anything. And I think in that instance, you could say um, his friends would have done well just to listen to Job instead of talking so much. Um, and so I think, to your point, Ben, like, there, there is some definite good, like, coming out of natural disasters. And one of the most obvious points of good is when believers are able to come together, especially for strangers, and help people, people who are not like them, not in the same income or the same religion as them, and are able to follow the commands that Paul lays out in Romans and to be able to, to help them, you know, giving or, or volunteering or what have you, praying. Right, yeah. I mean, there's no one, just to use an analogy that gets used a lot, which I think is such a cool argument. The church does not go knocking on doors finding out, you know, who uh, who believes what they believe and who, uh, you know, no people don't go, pe- white people don't go look for white people. Uh, it, it's just it's just not how 
things work in a moment of panic and destruction. There's something inside us where, uh, where we, we say, no matter who is in my path right now, the, the only right thing for me to do is help. And um, so, yeah, it, as, as, uh, as little as we would want to minimize the pain, I do think it's cool to watch some of the, the stories kind of light that, uh, that come from the, the midst of, of that darkness. Thanks for listening to this episode of the 10-Minute Think-Through. If you enjoyed our podcast, please take a moment to rate us on the iTunes or Android podcast store. You can find all of our episodes and submit a topic request on our website, 10minutethinkthrough.com.